T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This year, Julian Edelman. You order Shake Shack. Reuniting him with his college star, Devin McCourty. I think phones, I think technology has been the decline in attendance, number one. You can't fix stupid. You know, watching young people today live like this. Millennials like precious snowflakes. Talk about your time with the Vikings. You know, it was a good experience for me. Uh, Fitzy's in the house. We'll join us. We'll have some fun with him. We all loved the big (laughs) out. God bless him. But Ford went. Right now on Sports Radio WEEI. Oh, is it already Wednesday? It already is. Wiggy, James, and look who's back. Fitzy's in the house. Uh, and AKA Schlitzy. 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 But he seems sobered up after a personal anecdotal experience in the Cape, huh? You a good? Harrowing. Hurricane Schlitzy so blew you, through the Mid Cape yesterday. You Was it when that was all the weather was down there? Listen, let me tell you right now. I can officially, safely <laughs> cross. Survive a tornado on Cape Cod. Wow. Huddled under a desk, holding on to my six and two year old. Oh boy. Yeah. In a public library off my reverse bucket list. Because that freaking sucked. So, how did you get caught in the middle of a tornado in the Cape? Uh, well, Monday night, uh-huh. I'm asleep. I get woken up by uh, the lady misses. And she says, all right, get up. We're going up to the neighbors. We're getting in their basement. There's a tornado warning. Like, whoa, oh. hold on a second, lady. I was I was asleep on, I was asleep on a <laughs> belly of steak tips and, right, and double Beyonce. IPA. Like, I got to go back up and work Wednesday night at EEI, man. I got I to gotta figure out a way to compete with everything that's been going on up there. I got to get my fastball back. Right. Wakes me up. We go to a neighbor's house, literally open the bulkhead, and I spend an hour with this random tornado warning. And I hate that noise. That noise gives me the the willies, the heebie-jeebies, your favorite two-word phrase for maximum discomfort. That noise, like the emergency alert system that blasts through your phone, always... Always always throws you for a loop, right? By the way, do you ever fall asleep in the couch and that thing goes off yes. on your TV? And, and you're it's like, a mandatory Jesus. check at 12, 17, and you're like, oh, my God, I oh. saw the day after in the, in the 80s. The missiles are coming from Russia. This is it. Do I have a go back? This is Red Dawn. Well, water and protein bars. Wolverines! Piss on that radiator, kid. So I have to spend an hour's Monday night in a bulkhead basement, and there's no basements in Cape Cod. We all know there are no basements in the Alamo, and there's no basements on Cape Cod. So I still get down, and I'm like, wow, this really sucks. I can't believe there's a tornado warning on the freaking Cape on a Monday night. But it just manifested quickly out of this thunderstorm, right? Yeah. So we're all like, wow, what global warming? Okay, well, that was an experience. Tuesday morning, the wife leaves nice and early, drives back to Boston for work. I got the two hell Hellcats, the, the Minions, the Hellions running around the house. Mm-hmm. And we finish up whatever we got to do. We're closing up shop. And all I got to do is drop a couple books off at the Dennis Public Library. Shout out to the good people at the Dennis Public Library. DPL. Because they <laughs> they kept calm. And there were a lot of kids, obviously, in there. And uh, I'm letting the kids play with Legos and do whatever a six- and a two-year-old do. Right. 
before it's time to get on the road. I'm hoping like, all right, kids, place it. You know, they're play, like, get, what are all these get things ti- on the shelf? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and then, get just and get tired. Vacationers running for cover. Yeah, get get tired so that you can nap and Dad can have a nice ride home on three. Right. All of a sudden, someone's phone goes off, and I'm like, Southern mother, bus bucket. I look. There it is. Random tornado warning. There's supposed to just be rain in the area right. right. And apparently, a couple of thunderstorms decided to get together, have a nice little gathering around Mashpee and Katuit, and turned into a tornado. A rare tornado slamming parts of the Cape, leaving hotels in shambles. <laughs> and so they tell us, like, hi, the police have called. They want everyone to stay inside. Mm-hmm. And we're like, cool. Is there a basement? This is a big library. They're like, no. Uh, but we do have a middle office, so everyone get back there. So 50-some-odd people all huddle up in this office, and then we're all just waiting back there. Kids are getting anxious. And you got to remain calm, right? right, you, right. Can't, you can't show your kids any fear or any anxiety. you got to make it like you're the tough guy. Well, yeah, like a tornado it's no big deal, right? Me. No, no, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And then someone gets an alert, and they're like, uh, there's a funnel cloud that just touched down in South Yarmouth. It's heading towards Dennisport. Grab the kids. Got under the desk and I was just like, "We're just gonna sit under here for half an hour." Did you feel in a way like you were back in fifth grade, like, like the, it like going under a desk, right? And, you know, like your teacher, like, like in the, the 1950s. Did you go along? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Soviets yeah, Mister. Like Crack the film strip showing like what to do when a yeah. hurricane. Did makes you go under a lot of desks when you were in fifth grade? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I remember going on the. No, but you know, there was ever like a natural. I remember there was father like, had just returned right, from right. his job manufacturing. Well, I went to mom had supper on the table. I went to a Boston public school, so the only reason why you're getting under your desk is it was like somebody shooting outside. No, no, could be that. No, but guys, like we live in such a we live in such a twisted blank up world now that whenever you talk about that it's usually like an active shooter drill. right like yeah, which sure. just which just horror sickens me sickens me almost as bad as the idea that the jets would ever win the afc east right. so i got to get under this desk for a half an hour and we wait and it gets noisy outside and then they say okay the sun's out blue skies oh we got the all clear walk outside and there's just tree, there's limbs, puddles, trees, a war zone, and right? chaos everywhere. Yeah. My favorite packy, the sign bent down mm. next to Route 28, trees crushing houses left and right. There's no power any place. It was crazy, and, and I had the a library ne- was fine. Library was fine, you know. Just to show you, even tornadoes don't See, like reading books. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that shows you, kids are stranded without power. See, go to the library. Right. Get smart, kids. Get book smart. Go down there. Get to your local library. It's a solid structure because it obviously no one goes to the library anymore. But <laughs> right, what's it was the library? Bad, man, yeah. it was like I talked to some neighbors who just live in a lot of these mm-hmm. two bedroom sea shacks and whatnot. Sure. And one guy said, "We got back. We saw. I got the warning on the cell phone. We got back to the house. We got into the middle of the house, and he said it was dead calm. And all of a sudden, it was the loudest thing I ever heard mm. for five minutes, and then it was just gone. That's it." But a funnel cloud touched down yeah. in, in the middle of Cape Cod. Right. There's lots of uninvited guests on Cape Cod all the time. <laughs> but guys, a tornado ripped up Cape Cod. That's amazing. That's like, nuts, you, you, welcome it, right? to 2019. When you think of tornadoes, you think of like Oklahoma or Kansas right. or something like 110 that. 110-mile-per-hour winds. Um, yeah. 110-mile-per-hour winds. Just it's a pretty good fastball right there. That I, is. I, I was going to say. So Red Sox could use him in the right. Program. We had, we right. had the Aroldis yeah. Chapman. We had, we had the, the Billy Koch. A little fast for a school zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Tim Neverty was a good guy, at least on the station. Well, you made it though, so that's I a did. good thing. Yeah, but it was not. But that's no fun. 
No one, no one wants to do that. Because so your wife was back in Boston. She was already working. She's back oh. up in the metro. Why did you go? Like, if you know, you're in a tornado. You don't get to get many tornadoes. You don't know you're going to be in a tornado. Well, I think once you start like realizing this, going, go outside. Do like what a lot of white people do. Go outside. <laughs> Take a video. <laughs> video it. And yeah. Like, you know, put yeah. it on social media. Or, or, or just be the most obnoxious post millennial mid forties. Right. And just be like, hey, this is like that movie with Bill Paxton. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twister. Right. Just yeah, do that. And just go take a video. That would have been pretty cool. You might yeah, go like, viral. I can do my hurricane version of like Double Rainbow. Whoa, it's the Cape NATO. Or, or, like, or like, I wonder if any sharks are going to be in this, bro. There you go. That would have right? been like, see, now I would have been able to see it on social media because cool. you can't really, right. you can't really get to experience what a tornado is like when you see people on the Weather Channel just talking about it. But if I see you like flying around like the Wizard of Oz and you got your your cell phone out there and you're taking video, it, Mary it, Poppins. Yeah, the, 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 the to- a tornado is the equivalent to like a hurricane. A hurricane is basically like knowing for days, like, right. oh man, the in-laws are coming this weekend. Right, that's right. No matter what yeah, I do, right. the yeah. house is going to get turned over. I know. I have to agree with your their life politics. is going to be hell. Right. It's going to be like it's going to be hell for <laughs> potentially a couple of days. A tornado is is the is your drunk friend coming home, right. turning on cable, saying, "Hey, man, let's party. You got any food in here?" <laughs> and then he like tries to grab your phone and take a D pick and send it to you. And then he that's why I'm called tornado. And then he passes out. He passes out, but then maybe about like about third, you know, a month later, you get a, a cable bill that he ordered porn. Oh my God! He's like, how how much on demand did this jerk order? That city just shows yeah. up. It just ha- it just ha- it just happens. You gotta be at shit uh, only about a couple more hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Wow, what it a, is? How, how did your kid like through the whole thing? Were your kids scared as hell? Well, or? the two year old. Yeah. I mean, the two, yeah. he didn't know any better. He's still oh. in diapers. Well, so. well, then when when Schlitz, he's like, ah, yeah. we're gonna die here. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> well, imagine imagine if like these kids grow up and they're like, oh, how did you get that scholarship to the school? Like, well. I got it because a lot of people chipped in after my dad was such an idiot that he wanted to go make an Instagram video during a Cape NATO. Right. And they got whisked away like like uh, Kevin Costner in that terrible Superman reboot. Oh, it's a good, it's a, it's a Spoiler good story. Alert. It's a good story for them. Yeah, it's a, it's nice, a good, good story. story. Uh, but the power, oh, man, Mother Isn't Nature. Isn't the power she, still out over there, though? She DGAF. Isn't it still out? I thought I heard yeah. it, that the power still yeah, out there's, around. Yeah, there's a, that's there's the a, worst thing. It's gonna be hot this weekend. Too. I, well, I know. And, and you were talking before about um, people posting selfies. How about the girl that was um, she just about to graduate from Fordham, mm-hmm. and she posted a selfie. Well, she tried posting a selfie. She's 22 years old. She fell to her death in New York while climbing the stairs of an off-campus clock tower. She tried posting a selfie, and she died. What a great idea. Well, right, I was going to say, she's yeah. graduating from Fordham, so she's already got one or two strikes against her. Well, well that's but, why I said yeah, a but, se- uh, uh, Instagram or selfie. That's an awful, awful, awful way to go. Well, it, that's a bad way to go. Right? If you want yeah. to get viral, like, you got to make sure you're so, given the best picture possible. And some will say, like, well, you know, there it is, Darwinism at work. Well, she she was, uh, her name was, uh, I believe it was Sydney uh, Monfries. No, no, not Sydney. Sydney Monfries. Wait, did she play for the Bucks in the 80s? No, her, name, her, actually name, her name was Sydney Monfries, oh, okay. uh, not Moncrief. Uh. Said that her friends uh, were climbing the stairs inside the tower when she fell through an opening on one of the landings. Mm. The drop was around 30 to 40 feet. And um, she, they shouldn't, that was off limits. She shouldn't have been there, but she tried to post it on the gram. And when she did that, she wasn't paying attention. And then at 3.20 in the morning, 
you know, she was often never. Where, when, where, as Herm Edwards says, all, all the good decisions get made, of course. All the good decisions. Ain't nobody needs to be out after midnight. Yeah, but you got to you got to climb in a clock it, tower at 3 it, in the morning. It's about the, the likes. I mean, we know that in the world we live in, it's about likes. You yeah, know, if you, you no know, one's going to like your random buddy picture my, of you standing in front of a clock. I mean, right. they're going to like the picture of you. Right, on unless, the top it's, of the unless it's the clock that a DeLorean is going to drive past at 10.01. Yeah. <laughs> precisely. 10.04 p.m. morning. Like, Fitzy, at this juncture, the only thing that Bagel Guy can do. Oh, is, can't, please. No, the only thing he can do. Bagel guy and I ever end up in the same set, and it's it's hopefully that like well, and fight, today right? Nick Stevens, aka the notorious Fitzy Gfy, was arrested for trying to end the bagel guy by, well, by now, hitting well, him well, with well, a bag. That, of that, a, now he's fighting it. though. He's the, they actually Great. put him in the fly, ring. Eagles fly. Yeah, did you see? He's he put, getting paid. He's yeah. this is why the maybe this he's is why maybe we need boxing. more tornadoes. Maybe we need the extinction level comet. Yeah. Maybe it's time for <laughs> deep impact. Maybe maybe we don't want maybe we don't want Bruce Willis. And, you're not and, my and, father. You're not my god. You're not God. You're not my boss. Right. We don't need Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck to blow up the comet while Aerosmith plays. Maybe we just need it to end us I, all. Right. You now. know we do. We do. We. I. I, I hope that God. Guy, I hope that guy, and I don't think he did. I don't know if there's another human being in the world willing to consummate. I hope that guy's not allowed to procreate. Right? Well, right. Fam- that would not be good. Wouldn't you be, doing the, wouldn't you be doing the world a favor if you went in like Russian operative style? Yes. The same way they right. like take people out by giving them quick shots of ricin through like an umbrella when they're not looking. <laughs> if you just chemically castrated that guy like you were a Soviet super agent. But was this not? Uh, you, you think, you think there he's... There it is. Yeah, this was like the worst movie you, ever. You, you Armageddon, I'd put it in the top 25 worst movies what ever What wasn't made. it? I saw it in the theater. Yeah, I did too. Unfortunately. What, this here? Yeah, yeah. I did. Anything well, you, Michael Bay makes. Right. Worst director in the tra- history of tra- I don't know Transform- about that. Well, I don't Transformers know about that. didn't... Yeah, you think that, you think I can Bay, do, we can do you, a nine o'clock you, hour one day. Yeah, Wiggs. We I will, will go toe to toe with you. Do, I'm a movie guy. You think Bagel guy's bad? Wait till you uh, see the 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 woman I have in headlines today. Oh, yeah. oh, that's oh a yeah. tease. There's a oh, big yeah, market tease. The bagel guy. Uh, uh, guys, but yeah, we could do any Michael Transformers. Michael Bay. The, I, was I can't even just I the, can't the first Transformers. Yes, but none with, of them. Shia LaBeouf. None of them are critically acclaimed, though. What do you mean critically acclaimed? In other words, you can say. Well, you're not going to get critically acclaimed. None of the Marvel movies are critically acclaimed. I did you see Did you see Michael? Pearl Harbor? Uh, yes. I never wish a Japanese warplane crashed into a movie theater. I was in more in my life. Well, that, that, that was, was the worst. Well, by the way, that was the that one I saw. killed I, me. That was the one I saw in the theater. It right. wasn't Armageddon. It was, it was Pearl Harbor. That's yes. Pearl Harbor was also uh, Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Was in that. Yeah, right. And that was the beginning of when Ben Affleck went through a really They tried to like... Geely. He got super... He, he got a little bit... He got a little hefty. He got fat on the Hollywood big bucks. Right. And that's post Goodwill Hunting, whereas Matt Damon was like, I'm going to be discerning about right. all the scripts I read and figure out exactly what my acting legacy will be. Ben Affleck was like, oh, you want me to be in it? What's the payday? Cool. Let's do it. Let's, uh, anything. Tragedy. Yeah. Anything, but, but then when, when he you suspect Affleck, you and your agent, <laughs> yeah, suspect. suspect. Hey, when I he, like them apples. He, he sort of saved himself a couple. T- well, like like a decade later, or at the end of the two thousands, when he uh, did like he, the Argo. Yeah. He directed Gone Baby Gone. He went Gone Baby Gone, The Town, Argo. So he created that was, a new Affleck the Director right. trilogy yep. during like a first period of sobriety. And that, to me, restored all faith that he had plenty of talent. He and just he did like Batman. a lot of us would have done. He was done. good like, in Batman. 
I don't no. think he, no, no, I don't know. No, what are you talking the, about? Wait a the second. Problem. Did no, no, you no, no, see George Clooney with okay, the bat right. nips? The, pro- yes. the Batman, problem was Batman, no the Starlight was... Express with the friggin'. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was. <laughs> hey, everybody, chill out. Nobody I mean, was give, nobody was giving him a chance because of Christian Bale's performance. Because Christian Bale's in, in the, the best. Well, that, well, that's what I'm right. saying. So you went, whoever was the next Batman, you're like, oh, he's gonna stink. He's gonna stink. But he actually did. He wasn't the worst part. No, he did a good. Job. About Batman v Superman or oh. Dawn of Terrible that, or like the was, Justice he, League. He was basically you fight an uphill battle when he. And took the that reason role. why he was put in a bad place just to go full circle on bad directors. <laughs> Martha, why did you say that name? The why reason his voice why have to change. He was. I know. I know exactly. Right. Uh, the reason why he was put in such bad stead there was because. Uh, if you buy Michael Bay, Amazon.com will also recommend maybe you like the movies of Zack Snyder, who also was an mm. absolutely terrible, over-the-top, uh, yeah. super Hollywood destruction machine guy. That's, yeah, like, you, you look at, oh, and here's another thing. Even though Christian Bale was the best Batman ever, I, the Heroes was a, I don't know, Michael Keaton was pretty Keaton good. Was pretty, Keaton was good. Keaton was he, pretty he, tight. He was okay. And you know who wasn't? And the ba- second Batman, the Batman Forever one, is a highly underrated Wait, wait Val Kilmer? No, no, no uh, Michael Keaton. It's uh, it goes. You know, it's it's Batman. Batman Returns. Excuse me. Yeah, Batman, Batman Returns. Forever is but, but the third one with George Clooney. Val Kilmer wasn't bad. No, he wasn't. He wasn't bad. Um, the one thing though, Tommy Lee Jones is Two Faced. Now that's bad. <laughs> that was not good. The one, the only thing that was unbelievable in those Batman Christian Bale movies was that Christian Bale and Aaron Eckhart would fight over Maggie Gyllenhaal. That was not exactly. I, 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 I gotta be. I gotta. Like, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I thought. I was I was in Camp Katie Holmes. Like I don't think he should have switched. No, Rachel's. no, no, no. But like, was you, that Two Face? That was the guy who played Two Face. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. He was great. Right. Yeah, but you—they're you, not going to be fighting over Katie uh, over uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal well, in I, any lifetime. Well, it, Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't I, even. I think I, was, I know who she is, but I, they J- might Jake's fight sister. over. They might have fight over Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay, Jake's she's sister. In, she was in that movie Secretary. She's in Donnie Darko. She's with in my Jake. favorite TV show. She's in The Deuce. Oh, oh, I know yeah. the deuce. Oh, I know yeah. the deuce. Yeah, she's in the yeah, deuce. I know she's the deuce. I got a, I, Wiggy, you know I don't, HBO I don't get a lot. I don't get a lot of like, uh, oops, let me pick up that name you just dropped there, Fitzy, kind of opportunities, but it was like 2004 or something. Uh, it was uh, 2006, late at night, East Village of New York City, probably 1.30 in the morning. I met a, a haunt where I did a show earlier, and the, mm-hmm. the hours are getting longer, and the drinks are getting fuzzier. And she's there, she's there with her, uh, I think, husband, Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, also a good actor. Was it the guy, and, wait, the guy who plays It? Pennywise? No, that's Bill. Oh, Bill. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Peter's uh, all of like the seven brothers. Yeah, they're right. All, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, all, yeah, the, they're, they're all, what's his the, name from Good Will Hunting? There, there, are, more, there are more Sarsgaard. Right, that's yeah. right. The not, father's, not Stellan Sarsgaard. Stellan's yeah. the father. The father's from Thor. Peter Sarsgaard comes ambling in. There's as many Sarsgaards as there are Baldwins, right? Right. Except one family has talent, the other the Baldwins. So, although I do love him in 30 Rock. But anyway, she came walking in. And uh, someone was a friend of hers, and they said, "Oh, hi, this is uh, this is Nick." And I talked to the two of them for a minute or two in person. Mm-hmm. Def- you're drawn to them, definitely. I don't think that translates on screen in terms of like, how could you say no to Katie Holmes but yes to Maggie Gyllenhaal? Uh, I get that. Not a big Katie Holmes guy either. Well, like, no. R- regardless. Well, don't step to Dawson's Creek. It's too early. It's too early for Mark James' it's, Dawson's it's, Creek uh, takes. Well, Tom Cruise's ex, ex yeah. right? Katie Holmes. <laughs> She's now with Jamie Foxx. That's true. Isn't this, that crazy? This, this is correct. Wow, yeah. Siri, Siri is wow. So Siri Cruz right. what is the is the true connection to the movie Collateral 
because she was birthed that, by the, Vince the Killer in the right. back seat, and now she's going to be raised right. by Jamie Foxx, the cab driver. Now, Collateral. It's right. a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. All right, uh, Fitzy is in the house. I know a lot of good stuff there. Guys, I, mean, I wanted to bring a little... Listen, the thing is, I wanted to come in hot. Off Tornado. Came off in the, like the, the torch. Cape NATO. I came in like... Exactly. Uh, it's a little... Uh, I'm like Chris Evans is well, the torch, yeah. by the way, before Fantastic. he Even though I didn't have Captain to endure America. what you what about and Michael your... B. Jordan? I did... Uh, Oh, he's uh, he's great in everything except for. Hi, but I'm Captain America. Uh, I I did want to come in hot like the Cape NATO. Yep. Uh, and by the way, I just read on um, a Hollywood Reporter that uh, Mark Wahlberg has been cast as the Cape Cod Tornado. Oh, that's pretty good. The upcoming good. Oh, Peter Berg he, movie. Okay, yeah, he's great. He's gonna play the. Yes. He's gonna play well, the. Hopefully, he'll tornado. be better than the fictitious character he played in Patriot Day. Oh, composite well, cop, composite yeah. Boston cop. Well, yeah. it's, it's pretty interesting in this movie. He's not only gonna save everybody, but he's gonna destroy the tornado. <laughs> Which place? <laughs> right. Hey, tornado! You messed with the, the wrong guy. sandbar. <laughs> um, but I wanted to bring I wanted to bring a little energy because while I was down the Cape, I'm a I'm a P one of the station yeah. as well. I love to listen in. I wanted to listen to my boys James and Wiggy doing the mornings at EEI. Sure do. And um, I thought, you know what? I'm gonna have to come in with good stories, good energy, and a lot of random references because I don't know if there was any way that I could possibly compete with what you guys were doing earlier this week. The McDonald's on Soldier Field Road has been closed, and I, I, I just, oh yeah, yeah, I've I, seen that. I, I just wonder, like, how long does it take? I, I, well, that's I don't you know, guys. Mock James has really. really yeah, I mean, I like to follow in the footsteps of giants, but right. uh, yeah. See you at the Marconi. He, he's uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's he has an issue with the McDonald's down there. Yeah. What's, What's the issue? What's I don't the, know. You gotta ask him. What's the, I mean, hot it, McDonald's. It's been close since March, and but we're this going is to Boston. Everything takes at least three times Fair as enough. long. Fair enough. When I came in, Fitzy, I was like blindsided. I was like, whoa. He was like, I ran about this McDonald's. Well, you know, you know, it's funny. Even when I have to go through what you went through with right. uh, the the tornado, I sort that's of his I, I ate last <laughs> night as if with the closing of McDonald's. That's We've all I, had hey, our own tornadoes. Bachelor life is real because I ate last night as if I went through a tornado. Right. I made hamburger helper. What is wow? That's because the are McDonald's you, are you, around like, the street is closed. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you a depressed 23-year-old no. who's been out of work since he graduated college? <laughs> no. I actually like it. Um, do you really? I do. Hamburger, wow. help him. You, hey, listen. Never, you never, <laughs> nothing you, but the best, Clark. I think it tastes just fine by itself. I, I, actually, You're the gourmet around here, Eddie. Right, I have a wife who cooks. Who well, you cooks both of you me. do. You both got the good stuff. I, like, I'm the cook in the family. Are you really? Yeah. All right, good. Well, feel free one night, if you and the wife want to have a 40-something-year-old bachelor over your house, that uh, right. I'll come over. And, and they'll make some hamburger yeah, help. Yeah. That awesome chef boyardee, raviolis. I am more likely to go around town in the hamburger helper glove suit in 100 yes. degree temperatures than I am to make hamburger helper again. That said, I was on anything. Hey, I respect hey, by the every way, grown so, man's decision. Hey, uh, John, are we <laughs> sure that Peter Sarsgaard is related to the Sarsgaard family? Because people are saying no. No, no is it, he not? It's Sarsgaard, and that's you're thinking oh, Stellan Sarsgaard. Oh, Sarsgaard. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's not related. So he's still the married to Matt. The guy from It is related. The one who yeah, plays Bill, It. Bill, Bill. and uh, Alex from yes. uh, Big Little Lies. Okay. And then the father is, if you've ever seen the Thor movies or the Avenger movies. Or is, Good Will Hunting. Or, is, yes, uh, guys, the, we're sleeping on the greatest role that Stellan Sarsgaard had. As the as a scientist to be eaten later 
in one of the most underrated movies of all time, the uh, Big Blue Sea, oh, Deep Blue okay. Sea, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, oh, come oh, on. That's, oh that's that's a, that's listen, a LL Cool J. with LL Cool J. Wait, wait, wait listen, stop. He was a cook. Deeper. Can we finally... deeper? Harder. My head is like a shark fin. Can we finally put a moratorium on any shark movies in the future? Because they're all bad. It's just <laughs> Jaws. Jaws has cornered the market on shark movies. No, no this more. Is, well, this is everyone has like a Meg list. and all that. I can. I can. I could throw to you right Clearly now, Wiggs. I could throw Meg. to you, James. Like if you're if you are going to treat your body like a Staten Island landfill, if you are going to treat your body like it just got dumped three days straight, or drinking and, a and, caramel frappuccino at six twenty oh in the morning. God, why don't you just in, literally just have ten packets of sugar and just blow it like a line? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're going to be you, coming up at, at seven forty-five, okay. <laughs> if you oh, wow, headlines <laughs> more like deadlines with uh, Mark James. So if you're going to treat your body that bad, there has to be you have to keep. Every guy has a list of the cinematic equivalents of mm-hmm. drinking a caramel frappuccino and eating hamburger helper before bed. Right, the movies that are so bad yeah. you love them. Deep Blue Sea is one of those movies that oh, is so okay. bad <laughs> you can't help but well, love it. Like I said, they, thank God you had a chef like LL Cool J on exactly <laughs> with a parrot with his little with his little bird parrot that we're concerned about saving the whole movie. Well, you could see it's Mag. incredible. You ever see Mag, the one with uh, well, Jason that's right, Statham. Jason Statham. That man's never made a bad movie. No. I mean, he's the only guy I know that can literally fight a shock on the water right. and beat a karate. And, and, <laughs> and then turn around and, alongside the rock, escape uh, subs that jump through glaciers right. uh, in car but, chases but, but in Fast and Furious 7. do you agree, seven. though, like, in all seriousness, no more shark movies, Jaws was well, it. Well, they got a shark movie coming up. Uh, the 40 uh, feet deep 40, or something? No, 47 meters, the sequel. Meters down, yeah. Yeah, to the, the movie that they had. When I, I forget who was the girl who played in that movie, but... Uh, it looks like it's pretty. Actually, you, you know, you good. know what actually won. If you, I guess you could call it a shark movie. There's going to be sharks everywhere. No, dude. they're all over. No, the no, now. I know, but no you one not was actually not bad. Was in like the mid 2000s called Open Water. That's a scary movie. That was a scary. That movie. was a scary. And that it, was like the Blair Witch Project right. of swimming. Right. Man, okay. That, that, that was, the, that was the, not bad. That was the Blair Shark Project. Yes. But they made it. You know, they made a couple of those movies. They made like Open Water Two. Yeah, but you just got to see the one. So they made Blair Witch Project Two, and no one watched. I saw Open Water. It was bad. You don't. Yeah, because they went they went off book and they treated that like an anthology. and That was just a bad idea. No, 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 no. Open easy to make. Think about it. Like you know, I'm thinking about making a movie. What's the movie about? Well, they go. Scuba dive and they come up. The boat's gone, and now they're in the middle of the water. Right, and now they're and we're just going to sh- film it all handheld right. style, and like shock, Blair Witch. Shock infested water. Guys, the three of us could between breaks between now and ten o'clock when we hand it over to Dale and Keith. We could honestly during. Oh, by the way, breaks, hold on, hold on. You, Dale and who? Dale and Keith. Oh, okay, Keith. He has the. Uh, um, he's this is like his third week of the month of July off. Well, he's, he's, on not mater- he's on maternity. No, no, no. He's on. He, yeah, no, no. But he's on. He's on maternity. vacation this week. Is he again? Well, he's got yeah. maternity. Leave. No, he just had paternity leave. He's 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 on vacation this week. Oh man, sign me up to the oh, Keith yeah. plan. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Oh, wrong with oh wow. Yeah. But, yeah. but there's like, newborn daughter. Right. Vacation, right. I got so. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. It sounds like somebody's hating on Keith for having a guys. Guys, there are a lot of things we can probably rely on in this life. As Adam Carolla says, you can always close your eyes and know that somewhere Tom Cruise is doing push-ups and we know that somewhere right now rich keith is probably enjoying a world-class ipa while dadding god bless him yeah yeah I, even though mike francesa uh boomer size and the guy who does that you know very well and the other mike mm. felger they, they're not big fans of long paternity leaves but other than that it oh is, yeah i know like you know when michael hurley was shamed for taking more than like a day right or taking a couple weeks and what was it uh 
Who's the one? Who's the one? Uh, oh, Al, was it Al? No, Boomer Esiason said you're not oh, supposed to write. Oh, like, he kill him and Frances and him don't agree on I, anything. I, mean, I, I understand. Like, they agreed on that. The, why are you as a guy getting paternity leave? You're not the one who had the baby. <laughs> right. I mean, like, really? Yeah. That's, I that's mean, but come on, you, you hey, got hey, a couple. I mean, like, I got kids, the, hey, Wiggy, Wiggy, life changed from the time you had. A, I mean, yeah, I, got I had six kids during training camp. I went there, had it, the, it, and watched my wife give uh, give birth. You know, and then next day I was at bed. That's back when men were men, right? What, what would you have? What would you have? Have you a played, raw liver played, for breakfast. You know, That's right. uh, obviously Parcells and Belichick, but what would you do? What would Belichick would, have done to you if they told if you told them you were taking a long paternity <laughs> leave? Yeah, they'd laugh Jesus at me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it, Jermaine. You want to hear something funny? You get a lot of time off. I don't know when you see the guy need, again. I have no idea. We're trying to win championships here, and you're worried about... Didn't, you're, your, and you're, didn't your wife give you, birth? Why would you need paternity leave? And you're going to hello, goodbye, right. baby. Or well, if you want to stay at home with the baby... Baby, then guess what? Do you know you want to hear? You a funny won't sto- be playing on this team. Yeah, a, a <laughs> funny know. story. So there was a guy that I worked with in Atlanta. He had, uh, I think they had, he had twins right before NFL season started. So I want to say maybe the thir- second or third week of August. He decided that um, he took a couple days for paternity leave, but then he he was working for CBS Radio at the time. He decided he told him that he was going to take a get this one deferred paternity leave in December. Are you kidding me? No. And I'm are like, you ki- are you kidding no. me? And it was in the CBS radio handbook. You could do that. He looked it up and he's like, I want to take a deferred paternity leave. And the bosses were like, WTF? I don't want to be there when your wife is in the trenches. Those first two months are when you are complete. Like, those th- those are your, d- not to co-opt no, a no, horrific he cinematic was for reference, a couple but right? like the, the first two months when you have a kid... That's the Omaha Beach scene in the opening of Saving Private Ryan. Right, like, exactly. You know, it's a mess. It yeah. is an absolute disaster. Right. After that, she's the one who level needs off. rest. And you yeah. know, yeah, and able- you're supposed yeah. to be there to like handle the two a.m. feeding while you watch Jason Statham movies, debating <laughs> if you can actually have a beer while the- while you have to change this baby's diaper. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not for the men. And we also, go to work. and also, radio comes with. Uh, Mark, radio comes with something that uh, even the NFL doesn't have, which is uh, guaranteed contracts. Yes, oh, they do not have that. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll uh, we have Fitzy in the house, Wiggy and James. Uh, we'll get to the this. survivor, Fitzy. From <laughs> the the right. survivor. Hey, just yeah, you got from the tornado. See tornado that you're back, <laughs> if you can survive hamburger helper, you can survive everything. <laughs> All right, now it's time for trending. This is Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on Weei. Trending now brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss, who's helped thousands, thousands lose their weight and, more importantly, keep that weight off of you. Their transformations at Awaken180.com. Red Sox beat the Rays last night 5-4. to four. They held on. Christian Vasquez at a game tie-breaking home run in the seventh inning. Chris Sale looked good. Pitching six innings, ten strikeouts. Sox have now passed the Rays into second place in the AL East for the first time since March. Rays are slumping. Wait, that means nothing. That means absolutely nothing. I know. Wait, hold on. Wait, I got to ask the question that's on every Boston sportsman's mind right now. Is, do we have to get back into the Sox now? Uh, uh, for a little not bit. Not really. Well, I mean, they're, they're is still it time two, to care? They're still, no, there's still two games out of the second wild card spot. That's all. Right, that's, that's really what matters. That's a good point, Wiggy. Very good point. Three-game series wraps up today. Uh, guess who's on the mound? David Price. That's right. See if he oh. can overcome that six earned runs from Friday yeah, night. Oh, Freddie Fortnite. Mr. Coldfingers yeah, on let, Let's see. It, will will the Eck curse continue? Wow. Yeah, he did a great bang-up job Friday after taking yeah, Eck to task. Oh, wasn't he great? Oh, that was just what the 
Stand professional. He's your, be- he's your best pitcher, so he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, I, some people might say Erod, but catch all the action right here with Joe Castig and Josh Lewin on the WEEI Red Sox Radio Network. Pre-game begins at 11. Game at 12.10. Patriots training camp opens today at Gillette. That's nice. Practice scheduled to start at 9.15. Six players will begin camp on the pup list. By the way, it's just shells, so don't get too excited. So camp does open today. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. right. I'm, at, right. Yes. I'm headed down there after this a little while. Uh, Are be, you? Yeah, I'll be down at the uh, hall at Patriots Place, you know, signing some autographs, shaking hands. You oh, know, nice. Kissing babies. That oh, yeah, good, apparently good. there's a line that extends into the parking lot for the wig meet and greet, but uh, the gates are already open and no one's Yeah, there. and I'm no, going to yeah. buy, buy some good stuff because if you, you've ever been down there, their pro shop's got some unbelievable stuff down there. They do a great, they well, do a hey, great job. It's big enough. They got enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, know, I know. Seriously, like the the pro the Patriots pro shop might actually be bigger than where the Chargers play home games. Yes, yeah, I think I yes. believe it is. StubHub Stadium. Uh, the Bruins have signed forward Pavel Shen to a three-year entry-level contract. That's what's trending now in WEI and WEEI dot com. Ninety-three point seven FM. W E E. I. It seems like it's been an eternity to get to 10, but uh, we know where we are now, you know. Um, um, it seemed early in the season that those guys were way ahead of us, so, you know, if, if it's something that we learn, you know, that we can we can catch up with people, you know. Uh, we got you know, we won, we, we already won the series, we got David tomorrow, we got a chance to sweep and, and move on and go home, you know. Um, it was just like I said yesterday, you win or lose, you got to turn the page, you know. We know where we at, there's no hiding from it, but hey, we won today, turn the page, be ready tomorrow. We got Charlie against David, take our chances and go home. You know, it's refreshing to hear Alex Cora talk about the present and the future rather than last year. So he's working on, he's, he's now he's starting to use and enforce the Bill Belichick. All right, now we have a chance to sweep tomorrow. David's on the mound. David Price, which is today on the WEEI, Shaw's and Star Market, Red Sox Radio Network. And uh, you will hear that game right here. Pre-game starts uh, right after noon. And then, of course, first pitch at 1 o'clock. So the Red Sox, they've won two in a row. And things are starting to look up. I will tell you, the trade deadline is one week from today at 4 o'clock. Nothing that has happened in this series, in irrespective of today's outcome between the Red Sox and Rays, I don't even care about that. Nothing has happened. The Red Sox are still two games back out of the wild card. I am not putting down whatever's left in the farm system, which isn't much. Uh, if you want to talk about Durbin, Feltman, or Tanner Houck, I'm not trying to take what's ever left, which is almost like, scraps off a, a table after Thanksgiving and giving it away for Marcus Stroman for two and a half months. It's not me. I'm not buying into these two wins. Even if the Red Sox sweep today, it's a nice way to get started off a 14-game swing against the Rays and Yankees, Rays and Yankees. But there's nothing that has happened so far that's going to make me think, gee, the season has turned around. They're back on track um, because this whole thing can get be done when the Yankees come in for four uh, starting tomorrow. Yeah, but they're, they're not looking at it like that. They're looking at it like they're gaining ground on that second wild card spot. They're only two games sure. back. Sure. So there is something that could happen, and that is that you get the second wild card spot. So they're not six, seven games out where they're like, you know what, we're yeah. not going to be able to do anything here. You You see the position that they're in. If they're able to sweep the Rays, they know that they can make up a lot of ground um, in these next whatever it is, uh, how many days with the Yankees, and then you got the Rays again and the Yankees again. They know that if they can have a good stretch here, 
they can make up a lot of ground and catch that second wild card spot. That's all they're chasing. So they're not going to be sellers because especially the the, the first two games, the, the way they performed the first two games against the Rays, they're not going to sell anything. Yeah, this could be like, remember back in 2006, uh, Yankees came to town like middle of the summer and just absolutely cleaned the Sox yeah. clock. Mm-hmm. And we were hoping they were going to rebound that season, but they never quite looked the same after that uh, uh, dismal showing in 2005 against the White Sox. And the Yanks came to town, and the Sox just got throttled. And the Yanks just kept hitting and kept hitting and kept hitting. And you look at that lineup that they're going to be bringing to town this weekend. It's a murderer's row. Yeah, I'm just like, they just don't stop. No. The the Yankees lineup is, to me, just the the perfect combination. And, And guess who's hardly even been in the lineup this year? Stanton, right, former MVP. He hasn't even played, hardly played this year. It's, it's one of those like Ewing yeah. theory kind of things. Like right. I think they're at, that's that's actually addition by subtraction. But with that lineup and that bullpen coming to town, uh, maybe the Sox yeah, could see, write I themselves against Tampa and get think, ready for a fight, at least a noble fight. But see, I don't think they're looking at the Yankees. Like I think what they're probably looking at. All right, if we can split that series and then we can control like we we've done in this first series against Tampa. If we can, you know, sweep them or potentially come away with two out of three, split the Yankee series, do it again against Tampa, two out of three or a potential sweep. Uh, 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 I think that's what they're looking at. They're looking at to try to stay as close as we can to that second wild card spot so then towards the end of the year we'll be able to potentially grab that spot. They don't right. care about nothing else. You don't you don't concern yourselves with what the Yankees are doing. No. Except when you're playing the Yankees. Well, that's my concern. Is I that, believe they're one in six so far this season. Yeah, but they the don't care about no, that. But, well, but wait, that's, why, my, that's my right. concern, though. My concern is not like, oh, no, the Yanks are going to you know, put the Red Sox further in the rear view. I don't care about that. It's going to be every loss matters when you're trying to hold on to something, when you've got teams like Minnesota and the Oakland A's and Cleveland who's playing great baseball in front. And it's going to be the team. It's like the Tam- it's going to be the Tampa Bay's. And right. the- it's going to be everybody else except-, except the Yankees. Now, granted, you want to go in there and you want to perform well against them, but if you go in there and you stumble a little bit, um, it's about what are you doing against the Baltimores, the you know the Tampers, oh. the, the other teams, the Minnesotas, the Clevelands, whoever else you're playing, to say you know what we have to make sure that we're able to keep as close uh, uh, as keep stay as close as we can to that second wild card spot because that's the most important thing. Alex Spear wrote a good article in the Boston Globe today, and he said with almost ninety million dollars invested in Chris. Sale, David Price, Rick Porcello, Nate Evaldi, Erod, and now Andrew Kashner. The team has already put uh, its money where its mouth is. Quote, to date, however, the return on investment has been dismal. The Sox rotation enters uh, last night's game against the Rays with a 4-7-3 ERA, 19th in the majors. But listen to this. It gets worse. Since the embrace of the ERA as, as a stat in both leagues in 1913, there have been just three teams. You mentioned 06, the 06 Cardinals, 479, the 2000 Yankees, 487, and the 1996 Yankees, 496, whose starters posted a collective ERA as high as the Red Sox rotation and still managed to win a championship. So, long story short, and I, I said it before and I'll say it again, this team 
is not going to win a World Series. They're not built that way. Yeah, but so as we, as but they, we, they're not looking at you. See, you're looking at the numbers. They're looking at what they've done in the past. Did this team? This it's exact about this team, year, though. No, no, no. But this, yeah, but numbers it, are like judges. They don't ever lie. Right. So so you're looking. You're, no, oh, I know those no, numbers don't lie. No, no, exactly. No, no. But you're looking at the numbers. But they're looking at okay. We're not playing as well as we did last year. But guess what? We have the same cast of characters that we had on last year's team that won a World Series. So if they can somehow the the starting rotation could somehow make sure that they turn the switch and they're going six innings like we saw uh, Chris Sale do, like we saw Erod do. Go six innings, say all right, keep these games in a position where we don't have to get to our bullpen until the seventh inning, and make sure that our bats have been doing what the Bradford. If you read Bradford's in a uh, uh, column, talks about how their bats have been on fire for the month of June and continue to do that. That's what they're looking at. They're looking at like we can still win this whole thing because we got the same guys. I know, but I hear you say like and turn it over to the Red Sox bullpen in the seventh oh, inning. And emotionally, I'm back under that desk in the library with a tornado passing well, over. Maybe, maybe, maybe they do. Look something. what they did last night. Last night, I mean, they 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 yeah, did everything it, they right could there. last night. Yeah, you'd be hiding Basically, under a desk in a dentist to blow that library. Game. I yes. will exactly. I will give you. I will give you this little uh, nugget that could be something to hold on to. I know people have had fun saying like, "Oh, Evaldi is closer." That's the answer. And I know there's been interest in the San Diego closer, and I definitely don't want the guy Ken Giles up in Toronto. But in 2006, one of the things the Cardinals, who went on to win the World Series that year, worst did to team stick, ever to win the worst World team Series by, by far. Uh, not even that close. is that is cra- that is the movie Crash winning Best Picture. One of the worst things that could have ever happened to your respective championships. Yep. Okay. 2006, that terrible Cardinals team stabilized a need when they took Adam Wainwright. And put him in the bullpen and made him the closer. And if you close your eyes and you remember baseball, you can still see Wainwright buckling Carlos Beltran with that twelve to six curve. Oh, when he leaves to the send them to the World Series. Yes, you yeah, card two, and that's all that they do. Just get a chance. You're hoping right now. And here's the irony in all this, guys, is that the fact that Dave Dombrowski did not want to pay $17 million a year for a closer, justifiably so. Fair enough. And you didn't want to give it to Craig Kimball. And, and now he's paying $17 million a year for a starter who has to become your closer out of necessity. Yeah, right. but who knows? They still might make a move and grab somebody. And then, because when we uh, talked to Alex Cora when I was on OMF, he said that there's a you know there's a chance that of all they can go back to the starting rotation. Of course he can, and I, and and from what all reports that you read, Evaldi doesn't want to be a closer. Right, he so it doesn't mess, as a starter. It, so it doesn't mean that he's going to be a closer. He's going to be okay. He's your your temporary closer, right? And then if they do do something um, with the trade deadline being a week away, if they do do something, now they bring in the guy that can close or help out in that bullpen, and it's all about those guys, and it's about those. Uh, starting pitchers being able to turn it on, right? We can't right. see them go out there and have these awful outings where they're going, you know, one or two innings and they're giving up six or seven runs. We got to see what they've been able to do. We got to see Chris Hill do what he did last right. night. You can't, you cannot be. I, I shut my radio off Friday night. I was have, having dinner, banging out a couple suds in the backyard, enjoying a beautiful Friday night. Like, oh, socks! Here we go. Prices do this. Socks, Orioles, and here he is. He's about to show himself up. Right here we go. If you, if this is what you're worth, and you can run your mouth like that, here we go. And I remember hearing Castillo going, ah, oh, high five ball, oh, and it's out of here. And the, the Red Sox are down eight two in the third. And I was like, and off yeah. we go yeah. into the into oh, yeah. the into the pile. And, and of by leads. the way, it was, Goodbye. it was great for Saturday morning radio though. The it was Jays 
perfect. Long game, the long ball. And but Tory you Hunter's you, hurt. You said yesterday, oh, well, who's what? What pitch is going to show up? It's a, this is a quality yeah. stop for Chris Frail, Chris Fail, whatever you call him. What was it? The sixth inning when uh, yeah, Cora he, comes out Chris there, Frail, and and he and got, sales like you know no, what? Let me get this guy out, and then we're, and that's exactly what he it did. did. So, he got two more pitches in. He got out of the sixth inning, and so Cora listening to his pitcher, listening to his ace. It worked out last night. All right. Uh, we will get to talk more about the Red Sox coming up. Coming up next, Wiggy, uh, we got to get to the situation. We'll get at the top of the hour. Tom Brady, the 9,000-pound pink elephant in the room, Tom Brady's contract extension. He's finally, for the first time in his career, entering training camp in the final year of his contract. Think about that. Long and hard. Wiggy, I don't even know going back to the days with you in 2000, 2001. That was never an issue. He's now entering unchartered territory. Wiggy, Fitzy, James, WEI. This is the WEI Sports Radio Network. WEI 93.7 FM. You have so few teams that are actually out of it, and those teams that are actually out of it don't have very many desirable players. And and a team like the Giants, a perfect example, even a team like the Toronto Blue Jays, while they're out of it, the guy that they've got, Marcus Stroman, who everybody wants right now, well, Marcus Stroman's under contract for next season. So you have him, you have Robbie Ray, you have Trevor Bauer, you have so many players who are still under contract for another year, and that's really putting the pressure on the teams that want the guys right. to pony up. So it comes down to this, buy, sell, hold. And if you're Dave Dombrowski, obviously the Red Sox, apparently from all the reports and everything you read, that they're looking at bringing in a guy like Marcus Stroman, which is going to cost even more money. It's it To me, you're it's like chasing... Um, good money after bad. Um, what's the old saying when it comes to gambling? It's like chasing good money with bad money? Well, no, get even or get even worse. Yeah. And I, I think for the Red Sox, if you're going to throw what the Toronto asking price would be for an mm-hmm. all-star starter like Marcus Stroman, it's get even worse. So, so what are you going to do? Bolster one of your division rivals for a rental? That's uh, what for I'm a guy saying. Who, who may thrive in the environment, mm-hmm. but... If all of these guys would just pitch to their career right. average I mean, right now, they would hold dollars. they would hold their near hundred million dollar Hollywood tent pole right. motion picture salaries. Right, they'd be fine. They'd just pitch pitching. to your career average. Right. Well, that, well, that's the thing, and we we hopefully, and this is what I think the Red Sox are are, are trying to bank on is hopefully they can do that as the season progresses towards the end. Hopefully these guys will now be more consistent. So, you know, we've seen with Erod and Chris Sale, especially with Chris Sale. So I'm thinking they're saying we need to see that Chris Sale all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. David Price, we need to see that David Price all the time, right? Erod, we'd like to see you all the time. Rick Porcello, we see you all. Because if you guys are doing what, what y'all are supposed to be doing, then it makes everything easier for the bullpen. That's the whole thing. When it's so easy to jump on the back of guilty as charged from home online. I've done it. We've all done it. Let's just fess up to it. We have all pissed and moaned about the bullpen this season. But if the starters would just carry their right. weight well, that's and stop just the whole thing, that was supposed to you be can't... that. We all knew the blowpen was going to be the blowpen, and they've lived up as advertised. What we didn't understand is that how be... we all thought and assumed, including me, that oh, I, I mean, I thought literally going the season, I looked at around all of baseball. 
And I'm like, the Red Sox pretty much have the best starting rotation in the league. For in, sure. In right. all of baseball. And now with acquiring Kashner from Baltimore, not that he's in good, he's a fifth starter, but as Alex Spear writes in today's Globe, you got $90 million invested in your starting rotation, and you're still on the outside looking in of the second wild card. It's kind of like, let me make a football comp and tell me if I'm completely crazy, and feel free to anyways, but it's sort of like always blaming the secondary for giving up a pass, right? Right. When in fact, if you just take a quick look, it's like, well, how much they time had to cover for nine right. seconds. Like, if your linebackers, your ends, and your D line can't get any no, penetration, right, no yeah. pass rush. And if there's no pass rush, then what? What are you supposed to do? Cover Julio think, Jones for ten seconds? And I don't no. think they went into the season, and they they probably still, on paper, when you look at it, you could probably still say they have one of the best rotations in baseball, right? When you look at who the guys are, well, not Except, statistically, because no, 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 right. not statistically, but who they, they are. Have, they yes. should, right? On paper, so, sure. Yep. So you're, they're looking at it like if we can get these guys just to pitch to who they are, like Fitzy was saying, consistently. Now we probably don't have a lot of those bullpen issues. Yeah, the bullpen might blow a couple games here or there, but guess what? The 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 starters are able to go six seven innings, and now it's not a huge deal. Well, they got sixty games to go to get it right. Uh, speaking of getting it right, why, how have we gotten to the first day of training camp where veterans report today in Foxborough, and the greatest quarterback in NFL history coming off his sixth Super Bowl title enters the final season of his contract as. The 19th highest paid quarterback in the league behind Andy Dalton. We'll get to that next. Wiggy, Fitzy, and James, WEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 